The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. So late. And here it is. It's a fabulous football fight song Friday edition <laughs> of Mix Shots inside the SWBC <laughs> podcast studio football here at the beautiful Star in Frisco. Right. There it is. Right in Frisco. Stan oh, beating the Kansas City this weekend. Mickey Spagnola and the Dallas Cowboys. That's good there, Bill. That that, that's called an alliteration. Just make sure you knew that. I like that. Can we spell alliteration? Two L's, <laughs> two T's, <laughs> two R's. There it yeah. is. Let's Fight go. Song Friday is underway. That'll get you fired up for football at 325 on Sunday afternoon in Kansas City. Mickey Spagnola will be there. When does the team bus depart? 8 a.m. tomorrow, and that just shows you how dedicated I am to be at these games to give you guys first eye look mm. at what goes on on a Sunday afternoon with these Dallas Cowboys. Yummy. So you're leaving here at 8 o'clock in the morning. When's your, when do you arrive in Kansas City? My guess probably we're only making one stop. Uh, probably around five. But you do have a bathroom on the bus. There is. So there yes. you go. Yes. <laughs> Although there is like a dozen people on the bus. So. <laughs> Just threw that out, you know. You take, so so take you'll, numbers. By, you'll be arriving in Kansas City early evening? About, about the same time the team okay. charter gets there. All right. Very yeah. good. So you have big plans in Kansas City on Saturday night? I do. I've got some friends that I worked with back in Columbia, Missouri. They live mm-hmm. in Kansas City now, and hopefully we're going to be able to connect and go to dinner. What Everybody are coming from Chicago? No. 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 Uh, Where are the hot spots in Kansas City? Do you go get some barbecue? Is that what you're going to do? Uh, you've got that plaza it's down there. there. It's their city, so I'll go wherever they do. Yeah, the, the plaza. I like the plaza. Man, yeah. plaza that was, that yeah. used to be cool. I used yeah. to go to Derek Thomas' uh, uh, celebrity weekend, and he used to lay us out with so much stuff, so much to do the whole weekend. We were right there at the Marriott, mm-hmm. right there in the in the in the plaza. In the no, plaza. I think that was a Hyatt. Wasn't it a Hyatt? Was it a Marriott? Because I it's remember a Marriott. They, they, it's right there downtown. Yeah, it, it, yeah the plaza's further. Yeah, down. yeah, the oh, plaza's not downtown. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah the, you're right. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they have something called the Power District Light. Light Power District or Power Light District. Some, that's their new area. You know what was, area. what was so cool? Every weekend they would have all these macho football players down there and celebrities for this event. And at the same time, it was always a gay pride parade. <laughs> and boy, they would jam all night long. It's raining, man. You ain't seen a gay pride. I couldn't even sleep at night because they were partying all night long. You like, ain't seen a gay pride parade until you saw see one in San Francisco. Uh, oh, yeah. Been there. No, of course. Have you? We you both have been there. Really? For, yeah, at that time. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No, we used to go to uh, 
what was the barbecue place? It was in. It was out by the old stadium, mm-hmm. the baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. Arthur Bryant's maybe. Well, so that's part of the uh, the, the the Negro League uh, Museum. Negro yeah, that's League. where and, that's yeah, out that's where there. It is. Yes. Right. Yeah. I've and I remember there. standing in line to to. Uh, uh, you know, and get your order, right, because you had to walk up to the counter and, you know, and they'd make it and you'd take it out. Well, while you were waiting, the the, the uh, uh, slicer, they were slicing the meat and the debris would come underneath and you were welcome to just grab underneath <laughs> there and take a sample he as you were it waiting. it debris. I've never known people to call food debris. I <laughs> That's the, you know what? In in New Orleans, they'll make sandwiches with that. With debris. With the debris. Damn, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's That's like the, the cut-off mm-hmm. stuff that just falls but off the cut. I, I, I'm sure I've had some. Yeah. Not to be confused with the fleur-de-lis in New Orleans. That's right. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the practice field, which... Oh, you weren't at the practice field there today. There was no practice field today. There was a practice field yesterday, and there'll be a practice field tomorrow. But uh, maybe as we skip on, maybe we should skip mix shots on Friday and just do as I know as I Saturday as I tipped you off yesterday about that competition on the offensive line at the left I guard saw. spot. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys have decided. Uh, not that Mike McCarthy wanted to announce it, uh, but Jerry Jones basically spilled the beans on his radio himself. segment he that sure uh, Connor McGovern will start at left guard. Uh, in you know place what Ron of, Springs would say about this? What? He would say, you can't hold water. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to keep this a secret. No. You know, but you just, you can't even hold water. You know water. what I'm I've always. telling you another secret ever. That's what Ron You know what say. I've always said? <laughs> Truth is like water. It'll find its, it's own level. It's going to find it. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. So anyway, uh, Jerry, he, he kind of said it in a roundabout way. He said, I think, uh, he said, this is a great opportunity for him, meaning Connor McGovern. I think he'll do well. He's earned it. He's basically earned it. Mm-hmm. So that kind of – he didn't, like, say, yeah, he's starting, but he kind of intimated. And uh, as, you know, it seemed in practice, he was lining up with the first team. Well, I mean, he earned it, but let's be real, Connor Williams lost it. Well, no, here's here's – I think – Part of this decision was not Connor Williams playing poorly. Mm-hmm. It was Connor Williams being nailed with penalties. His, his reputation. And, and the reputation now kind of preceded him in I, games. I, I kind of think it's the same thing. Well, and they, you know, if you talk to the coaches, um, you know, the perception, I think, got him. Because now the officials were Always looking for looking him. at it. And, like and, a DB would pass in the And, and one of yeah. the things he was doing, I was talking to Nate about this, it was like he would make his block like just stun a linebacker. But he didn't he wouldn't quit. He had to keep going, right? And at some point the guy turns to go after the ball and now your you hands are on his back. And let him know and when you gotta let just go. let go. Right. And he, he right. wouldn't let go. It was As like he's it. wanting to pancake everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there, a lot of his penalties they would dispute. Uh, but again, that's what happens, right? And it could be him overcompensating for sometimes he did get the bum rush going. Right. Someone would bull rush him, and he's like, I'm not going to let that happen anymore. So then he becomes the aggressor. Exactly. And, and that's good until you get yourself compromised. Right. And, and so I think they felt like 
it's not and likewise talking about early in the week you know you play 77 snaps you make three mistakes in, in, in three plays and that looks like you played bad especially uh, so, the timing of it I, right and yeah. I think they looked at it especially going into this game that this is the last place you need to get behind the chains because you get called for holding <laughs> the last thing you want to do on Sunday is be in second and 20 right uh, so I think they felt like it's time to make the change. And I would imagine they've waited until uh, Connor McGovern felt comfortable going left. He's always been right, right, and going left. Now I was talking to Nate about it, and he said the, the switch from left to right at guard is not as dramatic as There's it is tackles. at tackle mm-hmm. because you're out there on an island on your own. And when you're setting up, you're setting up here or you're mm-hmm. setting up here. At like guard, right hand versus left. Yeah, hand. you're setting up neutral, right, because yeah. now you've got guys coming. And you can bump them off the tackle and you can bump them off the center, right? So It's like less of a swing. Yeah. You're talking about swing tackles because it goes from end to end. So right here it's more abbreviated. So I think that a lot of that had to do with everything. So – here you go, and, and, and uh, I think somebody said, well, we know where Chris Jones is lining up. And it's like, no, he was lining up there anyway, no matter who was at bring left it, guard. Chris. Bring it, right? Chris. Let's so, yeah, we got. bring Let's it on. Uh, and then the other thing is with uh, – it looks like uh, Tyron Smith got through Thursday's padded practice. Uh, he, now, it was limited, right, so he didn't get all the snaps. But he got through it fine, it seems like. Uh, so Mike McCarthy said – uh, you know, we'll see how he feels today. And he said it looked like he got through the practice all right. So the key thing will be tomorrow when they practice because they said at the beginning of the week he's got to go through three practices before we put him out there on Sunday. So uh, it sounds like his status will be determined uh, by how he works uh, on Saturday. And I would imagine when the official – uh, practice uh, of, uh, injury report comes out today, he'll probably be listed as questionable. I, I got to say, I think it shows just how important this game is to this team. Because otherwise, I think they would have more patience with Tyron. Well, if he can't, they, 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 they will not put him out there. I, I, I get that. But I think the, the threshold is a little bit different in this game. Like, oh, hey, man, I see. Which, if you yeah. Can, yeah, if you got anything, you know, let's let's see if you know, we're going to try to push you in here. If we can, you know, I, I still think that if it was a lesser team, if we were talking about, say, the Falcons or someone like that, they wouldn't necessarily be concentrating on him even coming back this week. How about the fact that they've got another game four days later, too? Yeah. See, and, and he said that was part of the discussion, too, mm-hmm. by the way. Do we do this and then – I mean, it's, it's almost like you make this decision on Sunday that Tyron can't play. Well, what makes you think that he could play on Thursday? With one more practice mm-hmm. because it basically that's mm-hmm. all you get. Right. So um, – but they're hopeful, so we'll see where that one goes. But I would imagine the way they've practiced, you had to give Steele some snaps just to make sure he's ready just mm-hmm. in case you get to Saturday and you go, I don't think so. And so you, you hate to go give him all the snaps all week. Because you got a steals. developmental backup. Right, exactly. And it's not just about the practice. It's about the rest. So you have one practice day, but you'll have, what, three or four rest days right. which might uh, help you recoup, recoup faster. And then the other question McCarthy got was about uh, Connor, Connor Williams. 
uh, too many Connors. Um, <laughs> is he the fullback now? And he goes, oh, that's getting been, in, see, that's getting into Bill, man. that's getting <laughs> into lineup. Bill, that I'm into not, it, man. I'm not discussing that's why they that. Shouldn't be right? Bill. That's no, personal. And again, as we talked about earlier in the week, there's no reason that this should not impact. In my opinion, it should not impact the jumbo package at all. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Except because you can't call it the Mac package. No, you run him. You, you, the Mac still plays fullback. Oh, you, you, you just want, put no, Connor it's, Williams it's, 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 at the position he's playing. Tom, Tom Landry, yeah, right? Yeah, We're going to just yeah, switch yeah. guards every I, I, other play. The, no, the, I mean, how often do you do the jumbo package? Quite a bit this last game. Okay, let's say you do it 10 times out of 70 snaps. And so. Connor McGovern's playing left guard sixty snaps, and he's playing fullback ten snaps, and so and then Connor and then Williams. ten snaps. Williams will get uh, flagged for two holding calls. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. They've been waiting on him. Yeah, they here he comes. Come on, I got the flag <laughs> right now. So you can imagine though how many if he's playing at a foreign position. Yeah. <laughs> at least at, at least if you're getting flagged at guard, the guy's not hip checking you before That's he throws right. the flag. Oh, I can't right. wait for them to line up in the jumbo package okay. and prove me right that oh, McGovern's going to play it. Mm. Well, I think a little birdie told me that that's probably not going to happen. Oh, really? Yes. He didn't want to spill that. Oh. Yes, <laughs> tweet, tweet. Huh. But he could. He's athletic enough. Yeah. So who's going to play it? Oh, that maybe they put a fullback there. I was going to say. Who, who, is what? Ralston coming up? Well, Maybe. There you go. But like Bill, he's my guy. Getting, getting, that's kind personnel, of coy, that's very, personnel stuff. Very, can't, you're can't not on the coaching staff. He's very coy about answering uh-huh. these you know, we were talking. We were talking about this, though, that you know, it was good that Jerry kind of pointed it out because um, at some point we know stuff, but we're From not a media to, standpoint, it's good that he we're, pointed we're it not, out. Yeah, because yeah. we're not supposed to know it, right? Yeah. But if we say it, then it's not DallasCowboys.com is reporting. It's the Cowboys are officially yes. saying, yes. right? All of a sudden, we become the official spokesman. And you guys can't hold water either. No. The worst <laughs> thing the, the worst thing is to have knowledge you can't use. <laughs> like a wet paper bag. Yep. All right, uh, there's so much to get into on this game, and we've got one minute left in this segment. Do you have a uh, an open any other salvo that you'd like to throw did we, did out we there talk to about get us anything credible at all? Calvin <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joseph's going to miss this game. Uh, he uh, was attending personal business oh, okay. uh, yesterday, and I think it continued over the week, or it will continue over the weekend. So. Uh, he will. They'll miss him on special teams, because he, he. You can see his speed on special teams. Mm-hmm. By the way, the things he does, and um, but uh, you know he's he had a couple snaps at on dime. Mm-hmm. I think like maybe a handful these last two games. But yeah, he won't he won't be in there, and I don't think there was another injury concern. You know what? I have a question. Uh, Jabril Cox. Out. He's out. For the season. The season. Yeah. Yep. He has to have surgery. Okay. It was an ACL. Gotcha. Yeah. So you want All right. To on Kelvin him. Joseph. Yes. Okay. Just in general, in terms of his development in his rookie season, when you're, we saw it with Trayvon Diggs taking a, pretty much the same spot in the draft, and Trayvon got an opportunity to play in his rookie season, and he played. He so showed signs. The only thing that kept him from playing was injury, and Kelvin Joseph was hurt to start the season. 
Where do they look at with Kelvin Joseph, uh, with where they took him in the draft, which was in the second round, and what his development is right now? Well, I think even before he got hurt, he wasn't ready. I I thought that he just hadn't played enough football in college. If you remember, he -hmm. he didn't start any games at LSU. The thing with Trayvon is he was hurt in college, too, and he hadn't played that much cornerback himself in college because he came to Alabama as a wide receiver, converted over. He spent four years there. But he he had not played that much cornerback, if you go back and look at his uh, number of games that he, he played. Well, I bet he played started but still, more than Kelvin Joseph. Still, the Joseph. point that, the point is you're taking him in the second round. Yeah, and they might have overdrafted him there, in my opinion. You mean you mean Kevin Joseph? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. That, that's the reason I asked the question. I mean, because you, know, you would you would hope that by the second half of your rookie year with a second round draft pick, who's uh, he, who's he going to replace? And that's the thing. That, that's the the beauty of it is that they have a veteran in Anthony Brown. And they had some other options. Jordan there. Lewis. Jordan Lewis is a slot, right? And so and Trayvon Diggs. So right. who, who are you putting on the? Right. You're not. Well, when you're do talking it. dime, you still got a spot. So I get my question is: is it is it a product slot. more so that Anthony Brown has played so well and Kelvin Joseph doesn't doesn't have that opportunity, or is it because Kelvin Joseph hasn't developed like uh, they had hoped, or maybe they maybe they, they plan that this would be a redshirt year for him anyway? Uh, I think it's probably both. I mean, if you remember, Anthony Brown was the presumptive starter right, right from the offseason, right? And he never gave it up. So it could have been one of those things where, okay, we're going to start the veteran for eight games, and then we'll see where this guy is. Well, he never sees the opportunity. Here's the other part of it. As he I'm missed just... part of the offseason, and then say. he was hurt. You know what it is the with injury, this guy? The injury this guy sets is, you back as a rookie. This guy always has something. That's what I worry about. Yeah. The other thing is with Diggs, just because they're taking virtually the same spot in the second round doesn't mean they look at that player the same because Diggs was a guy that they actually considered in the first round right. who, for whatever reason, slid to the second round. When you look at the draft board at cornerback and the need that this team had for to drafting a young cornerback in the second round this year, as you said, they may have reached a little bit on him, but talent-wise, it's all there. He, but he, and talent wise, he was always on. Okay, the, so, he was always part of a conversation. So because he was so talented. And so as and it, it Kelvin Joseph. Kelvin yes, Joseph. Yes. So as it so turned it's the out, other, the extra baggage is why he was probably perceived closer to a third rounder. But as then. it turned out, they had misconcep- misconception mm-hmm. on what they needed because had not the gods shined on them and had those corners go off the board, they would have taken one of them That's right. mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. And now, as I said, when they were misguided on what they needed, you wouldn't have maybe the NFL's rookie of the year on defense, Micah Parsons, because mm-hmm. you would have taken a pick on a cornerback, and that cornerback was not going to stop the run, and he certainly wouldn't have six sacks right now when you have both of your starting defensive ends out for this game. Would you be looking at, forget defensive player of the year, 
uh, can we uh, our rookie defensive player? Can we just look at defensive player of the year for Parsons? Is that out of the realm of possibilities? Considering not the when Trayvon Diggs is his teammate. <laughs> <laughs> not when not when this guy's going to beat a record that stood since 1981. Freaking years, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but they could both just be like right there because you know. Diggs is He's balling. We know Diggs is balling, but they, you know they yeah. always yeah. us DBs. We can't get. We have to be perfect. You know, you can't give up a touchdown ever in life. You got to shut down that you side of the field. Which that never. Let's hey, hey let's see how the Cowboys do against the Chiefs. Let's see how they do against the Raiders. Let's see how they do against the Saints. His I game mean, will uh, only get better. I'm by, talking Parsons. By next Friday, the Cowboys could be nine and two, best record in the league. And uh, now Parsons becomes part of the, that conversation. That's if right. you're looking at a team That's that right. really get, continues this role. He's the middle linebacker. Yeah. He's yeah. our middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. And we're moving him all over the place. To me, that puts him in a totally different category from any, not just any rookie, but any veteran player in the NFL. It, it's like uh, high-profile games. Look at the next two for the Cowboys. you got Kansas City in that late afternoon time slot, marquee matchup of the week. Okay, Dak versus Pat, and then yeah, Thanksgiving Day. You make some, you make some big plays on these next two games, and you're up there in the conversation. Even if they lose, even if we lose, and he just balls out, I figured it will be noticed. I figured out in the last, I think it was five games. Well, I'm not going to count this last one because they punted the fourth quarter. He only played 74 percent, mm-hmm. but in the previous games to that, he had played 94 percent of the snaps. We're way, we're, we're, so we're way past No past position we're for him. Past. As I said, it's football player Micah Parsons. Oh, by the way, uh, the game after Thanksgiving is also a primetime game. That's right. Thursday night, so you got yeah, I didn't want to correct hey, you there. Yeah. Yeah. So Diggs is probably thinking the same thing. <laughs> so here we go. That's right. All right, more mixed shots in just a moment. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf, The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. 
where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Back, back, back. to Shots. Hey, you guys, did you know the Dallas Cowboys take on the Chiefs in Kansas City on Sunday, November 21st at 3 25 p.m. And since you guys aren't bus riders, join Cowboys Nation at one of two free watch parties presented by Miller Lite. Head to the AT&T Discovery District or Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium to watch the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader performances, meet Dallas Cowboys alumni, hang with Rowdy and more pregame celebrations. Begin at 1 p.m. at AT&T Discovery District and 2 p.m. at Miller Lite. For more information, visit DallasCowboys.com slash watch party. And that was Miller Lite House. And you can watch the game with these folks. They forgot that part of it, right? Mm. They said, come out here and you get to see all this stuff. Well, you get to see the game, too. Nice. All right. Uh, what's your next read? Just a sneak preview. What's it about? Holidays. Okay. Well, I'll save, hear, I'll save my comments then until after your next read. Oh, did you hear Jerry on the radio? I did not. Okay. Do you want to save it for the next read? after? Yeah, I guess I could save that part, the it's holiday killing part. Can't, well, I say can't hold But you know what? You know what we're not going to save, though, <laughs> is uh, Jerry, uh, and I think Chris has this, by the way. Um, so last Tuesday when he called into the segment on the radio, he was in Missouri. Right? Uh-huh. Well, it was opening of, uh, I think, the deer season at whatever property they have. So he was out there. And so he was asked, what is he, you know, what is he favorite thing to, to hunt? And he said he likes uh, duck hunting and quail hunting. And they asked him, do you know how to call for the ducks? Uh-oh. And Chris, <laughs> Chris, can you take it away from there? Quack, 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 Is that Chris? Was that Chris? No. <laughs> that was Jerry. That was Jerry? He sounded younger. And he had... Uh, <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of raspy, more raspy. Yeah, there was two, like different, out of breath. two different duck calls, I guess. Uh, the ones when they're... Yes, yes please. please. I was doing a radio show, and I gave them examples of a duck call, the hail call, which is when they're flying high, and you call them in, and that goes whack, 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 and then you have the feed call, and it's time you go, I don't have a caller with me, and then you have the mating call, and that'll get a bunch of ducks in. <laughs> you gotta love them. Unbelievable. You got you, I want to know what the waiting call. I know what our waiting. Our, our you wouldn't <laughs> catch any other owner saying or doing uh, anything like that. I know what our mating calls were, but I wonder what the duck does. <laughs> Say that again. No, no. <laughs> what? You don't get it again. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Even Chris is like, what? just uh, follow along with me. <laughs> okay, uh, as far this as one has like left the station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right, what concerns you most about this Kansas City Chiefs team? Getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Along those lines, how do you get pressure on Patrick Mahomes? Well, we left off the last segment talking about guys that need to step up. Jerry mentioned Dorrance Armstrong having a nice performance this last game. Uh, And as um, Dan Quinn pointed out early in the week, uh, and Mike McCarthy, that Micah Parsons has unique ability to play different positions. And so I would imagine uh, without Randy Gregory, without Demarcus Lawrence, that some of his duties will be uh, either blitzing or rushing uh, the quarterback. So how does this week um, differ from and how is it the same as last week against the Atlanta Falcons? Who, by the way, maybe the Cowboys' defensive performance wasn't great. New England shut them out. No, right. that just means we are we have just as good a defense as, as New England. That's what that gave up means. three points. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, they did too. That team's miserable. No, but they gave up three points as well. They just took it off the board. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they took it off the board. <laughs> so they would have had three points. For, for, like I said last week, how in the world was Atlanta four and four? Mm. I don't know. I don't know what If happened. you watch those last two and and you know what? The field goal they took off, mm-hmm. they said it was a, somebody illegal was formation. illegal formation. Yeah. How does the wing guy illegally formate? I think I don't know. <laughs> I think they maybe they were saying he was he covered more than fifty percent of the guy next to him. But it, it was, was the guy way back. at the end. Yeah, Maybe he, he was too far uh, off. Yeah, he as he the wing guy. I think he was too far inside, not too far back. Too far inside. You know how they they cover. They want to touch legs. See, I was listening to. The, I was on my way home, and so the the call on the radio was the Atlanta call, and that's what the 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 analyst said. How can you not line up right when you're the wing guy? What could he do wrong? I I don't know if it's a penalty, but it was a bad alignment. Yeah. To call it a penalty now, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. But you could just tell he was a little bit further inside than usual. But if you're a wing guy, you can be inside Can't all you, you want. Can't you just, or, or outside, can uh, you be where you want? Yeah, just you're still wing, you're still off the line. As long as you're not on the line of scrimmage. I don't know. I don't know. You got me on that. Unless he was on the line of scrimmage. He was not on the line he of scrimmage. He wasn't, okay. No, he was not. <laughs> he was certainly the wing. But boy, that was brutal to <laughs> yeah. watch. Yeah, it was. Oh, and they gosh. kept trying to take up for Maddie, man, but... You know, just as bad as his line is, he it, it forces you into making bad mistakes. It's like me trying to play without a, a defensive line. You know, they're going to get me. You know what I mean? I'm going to look foolish out there without that kind of pressure. That's the way it is. So, getting, uh, so the difference outside of the fact that Atlanta didn't have a run game and the Chiefs have not been running the ball well. Now we'll see if uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, his status on, on Sunday um, – the biggest difference, though, the mobility of these two quarterbacks as far as trying to put pressure on this quarterback. So how does that change the Cowboys' uh, defensive scheme and philosophy of getting pressure on this quarterback who has such an ability to extend plays? I would think, and just from what I've been trying to gather from listening to the players in the Quinn and McCarthy, that one of the important things uh, uh, dealing with Mahomes, because he takes an inordinate deep 
drop. Mm-hmm. Like not seven yards, yeah, nine yards, ten yards. There, but what he's trying to do is pull these guys so far off the line of scrimmage, he steps up and in he, the pocket. Yep, and up. so getting a rush, too, not only from the edge but up the middle to push so he can't do what he wants to do and step up in the pocket and throw the ball uh, on the run. Boy, we could have had Randy Gregory getting back there quick. Yes. He I wonder. Have, he wouldn't have known how to face that kind of speed. Well, good, good idea, though. Yeah. I wonder, are there any other guys with 4-3-6 speed on this defense who might be able to get line? to Mahomes? Can we put them on the line? Put on the line? Yeah. Have to make some adjustments. Or yeah. stand them up like they've been doing over <laughs> yeah. the center mm-hmm. and let the center decide which way he's going. And let's be real now. It's not just about Parsons getting the, you know, getting the pressure. It's it's him uh, uh, pushing Mahomes towards his other teammates. So if I get back there and disrupt everything, we still have more than enough speed for my D lineman to where he's not going to be back there chasing around like he's friend talking here's, to somebody. Here's the other thing: a lot of times you get even a even a uh, an edge rusher like Randy Gregory coming off the edge. Okay, they're going for one spot and they're taking one shot at the quarterback. When you got a guy like Michael Parsons who has that ability not only to run down but to break down. Corral. He corrals. Right, exactly. Yes. Quickly. That, that is what <laughs> I'm excited to see. Parsons rushing the quarterback with his ability to corral the quarterback. Yes. And if he gets outside the pocket, they at least have one guy, if he's coming, that can run with Mahomes, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe faster. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Probably faster. Because no, a lot faster. of times it, it, it's... <laughs> definitely faster. We have a fast team, and Parsons is not the only fast one. So if you're going to employ Parsons in that role, then the linebackers are Van Der Esch and Keanu Neal. I would imagine so, yes. And, and, and you know, when they, how they use um, Parsons when he's at linebacker, standing up in the middle, that's how Armstrong got his sack. Mm-hmm. He was standing up in the middle. Uh, and and so it was a three man line with this guy in the middle, and it's like, okay, how how are you going to block it? They, and they, I would they imagine can, they can make moves on their linemen. Yeah, in space. I mean, we and remember they got three guys. rookies on that offensive line too. The Chiefs do if everybody's healthy. I think uh, Niang is that how you say? Yes. It? Uh, you can go he, Niang or Niang. He has not practiced. Uh, he had a rib injury these last two days. He's been out. Well, I mean, the way everyone's been attacking the Chiefs, it's been two high safeties. So I'm sure we're making sure out. everything's in front of you. Yeah. So we, right? I, I think, as long as we keep them from throwing deep passes, successful deep passes, and you know, to me, that that's what we got, and make tackles the, in space. Because right. Yards after gonna, catch can't happen. Well, that's why you got tackles in. Be able to tackle in space. They're going to be throwing the bubble screen out there. We just have to do what we've been doing. Keep our eyes on the quarterback. Don't turn your back on them in a zone because that's usually when they're going to be doing that bubble screen crap. And we just come up and make our plays with the normal team speed that we have. And if we do that, like I said, and, and make good tackles, which is what we've been doing with the exception of one game, if we continue with that, we can hold them down. We can't control, we can't stop them. But I, I just want to control them enough to where our offense can have the advantage. So you don't have to score 40 points to win. Yeah, well. But if you have let, to. Let, let's wait till my pick to click. <laughs> uh, uh, All right. And our picks to click and our picks to win are coming up next here on Mix Shots. There you go. <laughs>
Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek, and we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf the official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done, get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Mixed Shots. Give the gift of the Cowboys this season with a Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Memberships start at 20 bucks and include an exclusive fan pack and VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. And in the holiday spirit, Jerry Jones was asked if he puts lights on his house because of tonight they're lighting (laughs) the tree and out here at... uh, the plaza. Okay, what, what are the toast, odds toast, that, toast that Jerry gets up on the roof and puts lights on his house? Uh, <laughs> but what are the odds that I do? But according to Jerry, his I lights. Don't, I know I don't do His it. lights are already up, and they asked him, "Do you turn them on?" He goes, "I turn them on right now and leave them on to Valentine's Day." Oh, so God. his lights are on. Wow! I didn't know. They, is it that a day, Valentine's Day? Is what? To, to keep the lights on to Valentine's Day. No, that's what he said. He I loves He was just exaggerating. Oh, okay. Yeah. He loves his well, lights on. Do that. No, I mean, he said. No, there are some, for religious reasons, there are some that leave them on until a certain point in January. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. We would leave ours on till my sister's birthday was January 12th. So we'd leave them on until her. That was birthday. your religious reason. That's my, why I was on the second. And by the way, <laughs> down on the second. my lights got put up yesterday, and when I came home, last night they were on oh they got put up yes they okay. got oh yeah okay. no <laughs> if i kill myself it ain't gonna be because 
falling <laughs> off a ladder to put lights up. Oh, no, no. Okay, when does the tree go up? It would be riding your 10-speed across traffic. That's what it would be to kill yourself. Um, you know, normally with our schedule and the weekends uh, uh, busy, Thanksgiving, uh, the weekend of Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a great weekend for any Cowboys media to do their or uh, holiday after, lighting. Or after the, Nowadays, some, after the New Orleans game. Yeah, in this case. Sometimes the, the states, some states are like, you can't even turn your lights on. Some neighborhoods until like after Thanksgiving. Why? Because they, I don't know, the power, well, the yeah. energy. Well, maybe it could be uh, rationing of power. You worried I, about I, the scaring the birds away? Plus, or? I think they just get mad because you got the lights on before, you know, too soon, which is kind of crazy. Power company doesn't care. No, no, it's about. Uh, you know those like your neighborhood, yeah. uh, you know uh, HOAs and all of that. Yeah. They get kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, and also yeah. he was asked about uh, pie, pumpkin pie, pecan pie, or apple pie. Oh no, no pumpkin. And he said all three. <laughs> you don't know, like no pumpkin, pumpkin pie? No man, I'm a black dude, man. Sweet potato, <laughs> sweet potato pie, man. Come on, sweet potato, sweet potato pie. Not pecan, not pie? pecan. No, no, mm. no pecan. Yes, Pecans. pumpkin. No, mm. no, no. Black folks don't do pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> and then he to- he told the story about there was some promotion when they- he was living in Little Rock or whatever. Somebody was giving away like seven thousand walnut trees or something, and he bought a mess of them <laughs> and told his dad, "I got all these trees. We're going to plant them on this land that you have." Uh-huh. And he said, "We got all the walnuts we need." Dang, and walnuts, walnuts. Um, okay. Oh, and the other thing tonight is yes. the official tree lighting and ceremony at uh, the Star in Frisco Tostitos Championship Plaza. Jerry and Gene Jones will be there. I got a little sneak preview last night. We were doing our live shot uh, from the plaza, and they had their rehearsal last night of the music, the whole thing that it started at six o'clock last night. I'm not sure what time tonight. That when I saw the cheerleaders, but it's being carried through. live on uh, CBS 11 at six thirty tonight. Plug. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> How long is it going to last tonight? At, last night it was 20 minutes is, is oh, what the, it's what it lasted for because it ended right before my sportscast started <laughs> at 6.20. That's how I know. But, I'm going to be out there. But so. it was not. And I thought, oh, this is great. I don't it have to come out great. Friday night. I just got the dose of it on Thursday night. So. Very good. And it's going to continue each Friday and Saturday uh, throughout. With a different uh, family. Hey. That. With mm. a di- oh, oh. I like that tone. Fine. Fine. <laughs> How long have we been doing this podcast? Quite a few First years. Time. My wife still doesn't know that I'm doing a podcast between one thirty and wait, like wait, join so the that, club. Hold on, hold on. You, see, you heard the ringtone, right? <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey, what is that for ringtone? That sounds like a warning. <laughs> That's right. It's the missus. That's right. That's funny. It was like get, getting that amber amber alert, right? <laughs> this is wife alert. Wait, man, that was. She wants to get a hold of you. 888-855-2297. Thank you. I'll, Thank I'll get her on the show. There you go. <laughs> if it's important, boy. That's good stuff, man. Boy, I, I, I can't wait to tell my wife about this. See, see pan, panic is setting in oh, because we are keep, we are keeping two of our grandsons. Uh, oh, oh yes, and, yes. And she uh, she just had to go pick up James at the daycare because he. Uh, that's go the doctor. It changes the routine. Yeah, that's the right. routine is changed. Okay, uh, so but this picks. won't change our routine. Nah, our routine right now is to make our picks. And Everson, you get first go. My first pick to click. I have can't pick a defender. I just can't pick a defender because I am looking at a high score here. So I'm going to go offensively. 
You know, I love this time of year. Zeke's going to be the man. He's going to be doing a lot of playoff running. I think that's what this team is all about. As we get down to the nitty-gritty, we're going to have to have playoff football. That's Zeke going up the middle banging. But I think Diggs is going to have the game. I'm sorry. I think uh, Pollard is going to have the game. I think Pollard is going to. Wait, I'm confused. I'm sorry. I, 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 I said <laughs> Diggs. I meant to say Pollard. <laughs> I, Pollard is going to have a game with 100-plus yards from scrimmage. You talked about the score. I picked it's going to be – we're going to have to score 41 points to mm. win this game. 41-35 Cowboys. Right, write it down. It's down. 41-35 I'm waiting Cowboys. to write you guys down. I got mine. And what does Diggs need, like two picks to get eight? What was this? No, no, he's got what? eight he's got, No, he's got eight. Yeah. So he needs – He needs three to get Three. Yeah. But when's, what's the most you had since the eleven? That I had got none higher. No, I mean the most since. Nine, oh, it was nine, was nine, nine in eighty-five. So maybe it's two to get to get past past nine, past second all time yeah. behind Everson. Yeah. Well, no, uh, two would get him Mel Renfro for ten. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Two would get him that Mel Renfro for ten. Yes. All right. So and I did still get... have Diggs with a pick. That's just my little honor to mention. Covering himself. It's, no, uh-huh. I got it right here. I got it right here. Just a pick, but I think they're still going to give us some points. All right. Um, in Cowboys offense, we trust. And I think they will be able to score enough points to be able to win this game. Mm-hmm. I've got a score of 34-27 Cowboys. You've and, been pretty good on the scores lately, Spence. And give me Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. He's going to light them up. Who came closest on the score last week? I think uh, the 40-something points. That was you, wasn't no, it? No, no. That was you? Oh, excuse oh. me. <laughs> as, as a good lawyer, he doesn't ask questions. He doesn't know the answer to it. I graduated from law school in one month. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, well, graduated this time. <laughs> All right. Uh, one of the great games in Cowboys Chiefs history was when? Twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. Twelve years ago, Miles Austin. Remember that? Was that the 90... 2009. 2009. 2009 in Kansas City in overtime. Tony Romo to Miles Austin, 60 yards to the house. Cowboys win 26 to 20. I remember that big smile on Miles' yeah, face. That's exactly <laughs> right. Huge smile on his face. As he was watching himself yes, on the big that's screen. Right. I remember yeah. that. Fast forward 12 <laughs> years and overtime. Oh. C.D. Lamb. Not again. No, Let's not go again. Michael Gallup. Uh-oh. All right. All right. We're going Michael Gallup. Galloping to the end zone. 46 to 40. Cowboys <laughs> win over the Chiefs in overtime. 46 so, to 46. Hmm. So that's because it was 26 to 20. There you go. That time. So much for mm. my column that's getting ready to go up okay. about the Cowboy defense. Okay, I'll go 36. <laughs> 36 to 30. 36. Just go 36 to 30. 36. Because right. they hit 36 in the first half last week. So yeah. they ought to be able to get 36 in, in overtime game, right? against Kansas City. All right. So 36-30 is my pick. It's uh, Dak Prescott to Michael Gallup to win the game. And in that game, in 2009, DeMarcus Ware had two sacks. Micah Parsons gets two sacks of Patrick Mahomes. So, so that's then, my oh, I know what I was. So that's your pick to click then is is the player. Is yeah, Parsons. there you go. I'll go Parsons. You know what? Now that you said that, 
here's what I needed two more of. Micah Parsons needs two sacks to tie DeMarcus Lawrence rookie record for ah, sacks in a season. Eight. Okay, eight. okay. That's right. what I was confused gotcha. There you go. All right, the bus departs at <laughs> 8 a.m. Mickey's driving. Mickey's driving. Mickey, you bus. need to do a live stream from the bus. Like a Facebook Live or something like that? Or do you just, know how to do that? Just keep Why don't you? Yeah, I don't know how to do, do it. That. You can he figure it out. You, you got have, how long's the the drive? I've forgotten how to sign on to my Facebook. You got to have personality. You can no, do it on you have Twitter to be too. technically savvy. You can do it on Twitter. You can. Do oh, we got all social media people with us. They should. Yeah, so figure it out. No, they what you need to do is when's Missouri play? Three o'clock. Okay. Assign someone. Oh, they'll win. They play Florida. Yeah. Assign someone to do it. That way you don't have to do it. I'll, we've yeah. got there you like go. one, two, three, four social media people with us. But that, mm-hmm. that, that's what y'all need to do on the way there. That's all you and need. And people can be tuned in while they watch college football. So tomorrow. does it stay on the whole time? No, I mean, just, you no. can just so alert people on Twitter you that you're yeah. about to come on. Yeah. Like yeah. when we get to Tulsa or whatever. Or wherever. Yeah. Don't do when, that to people, please. Whatever you want to. <laughs> All right, that does it for another week of Mix Shots, an abbreviated week next week because it's Thanksgiving week. Mm-hmm. And we will chat at you again tomorrow after a Cowboys 36-30 to win in Kansas City on Sunday. <laughs> Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!